Whatnots Reactor Core number 82. This is our reaction to She-Hulk episode 3. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, Hello? how are you? I'm doing good. I'm on a party planning committee for an office Ooh. party and we accidentally met for 90 minutes today, but it was very productive. Accidentally met. That, that, that it was, seems it like started an odd situation. It started as 30 minutes and then it just stretched and like, ah. we'll do this park, but then that okay. park is booked up all day, even though we went just like a Friday at one o'clock. So we, we had to go on a journey. We had to find an entirely different park to book. I see. It's been raining here all day, so I've been stuck inside. So nothing fun <laughs> from me. I mean, I, I stay inside most of the right. time. I get it. I know. <laughs> I know. But I want the option, right? <laughs> Anyways, She-Hulk, that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> Let's dive into uh, our thoughts on She-Hulk episode mm. three. Melissa, what did you think? Good world building episode. I'm happy we got Wong in early. And mm -hmm. the show, <laughs> and Jen turns to you and says, I know you're looking forward to when Wong shows up, but we're not going to do too many of these. Don't get used to it. And we're like, mm, that might be a lie, but even if it is. Uh, even if we truly is, this is like the end of the, the cameos. We all love Wong. I yeah. like that we all love Wong in the MCU. Is like, you guys love Wong, right? More <laughs> Wong. We'll bring him in. Yeah. He's here for yeah. everything. So they're, they're sitting there like, don't think this is a cameo of the week show. Know who show this really is. It's mine. She-Hulk. Um, it is. Yeah. Uh, I thought this one was hilarious. I think this might might be the funniest like Marvel Disney Plus. Uh, I mean, I, I think the, this is the first one that is a comedy specifically. Um, but mm -hmm. it is like it. I, I think even in the, the, the bits that we have gotten from past shows or past movies, I laughed so hard at this one. I was <laughs> very impressed. Um and I, I, I mentioned that because one of the things that I said last time that I was hoping uh -huh. for, for, they blatantly didn't do. <laughs> I was Which hoping that th this whole Emil Blonsky case would be the whole season that we would be diving oh. into all the like ins and outs of the legal who knows what. And they wrapped it up in this one kind of well i'm sure we'll still see more ramifications yeah, yeah. but just this one patrol here this one parole hearing is yes. over yeah this 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 case at least as we know it is done it might seem like she'll get a new client or she'll have to defend someone else or try someone who knows but they did the thing. I was like, I hope this isn't there. I hope they're not just like one and done. And they did the thing. And even though I'm slightly disappointed, I was super impressed. I liked this. I loved it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think right now it's kind of hard for me to find things to like criticize or complain about. It's all just like this has been great so far. Yeah. So, lots of fun. Pleasantly surprised. Mm hmm. Indeed. Yeah, I think we're in an interesting setup period. In the last episode, we were all very suspicious of Emil Blonsky. Uh, but in this episode, when they have the other character witnesses at his parole hearing, they all seem so genuine about good things he's done. You've got, and they're 
talking about things he's done like for the prison community. Like, oh, he helped us stock up our library. You know, he's teaching people to read. He's teaching people yoga. And that one guard is like, he helped me out of a toxic marriage. God, he Janet, was just... I release you. He was crying just the, the most ugly cr- cry in public you can do. Just, I love I, I, I liked that scene a lot. And I think that that's a really interesting dimension to Emil Blonsky and mm-hmm. how, how much of this is an act and how much of this is sincere. And if it is sincere, maybe he can be this peaceful Zen master who's also like, oh, Val, how much money are you going to give me to join your Thunderbolts team and wreck stuff up? I can still do that. <laughs> for that amount of money sure but then when i'm done i'm gonna go back to my my seven wives and my yoga retreat <laughs> i love when he's talking about his wives and he's like they're my better eighths yeah <laughs> wild uh so i i think yeah you, you, you're right i think this brings up an interesting kind of facet to emil mm. Blonsky because uh, just in general, in the Hulk, like the reductive take is, oh, he's a scientist who has anger problems. Right. And so I think based off that first movie, that's almost what we assume of Emil too. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, he's a soldier who has anger issues. And that's why he could turn into this thing that is the abomination. Right. Um and he might still have those. He might still deal with them, but he like he might genuinely be interested in some of these lifestyles. He might genuinely be into mm-hmm. yoga or some kind of Zen feng shui lifestyle uh, thing here. And that could just be what he's into. Like, yeah, it, it just it, who knows? Um, it, maybe that was something he was into before and we just don't know. And. That was to, uh, you know, keep him from those anger issues while being in the military and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But I think, yeah, it's just it's still suspicious is the thing, especially since we're trying to find all of these Easter yeah. eggs and stuff. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I think that's the Thunderbolts. Ooh, this must be Val behind it all. I- Ooh, it must <laughs> be this. Right. Yeah. I, so, I do yeah. like that. They may have levels of twists going on that, of course, there's the very classic. Oh, this guy seems nice, but secretly he's a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we go in with. But then every bit of evidence to support him as a nice guy seems so legitimate that maybe there's another twist on that. Like, maybe this man does have good qualities. Maybe he truly has grown, is a better person. But that sliver of darkness that might still be in him, that sliver of darkness might be all somebody needs to to use him as a villain again in the future. Exactly. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit more about Wong. Uh, Cause yes, we did (laughs) finally get him in this one. It was fantastic to see him and just how oblivious he is to like everything that Mm -hmm. normal people do. Yeah. Uh, It's really funny uh, that he like, he, he shows up late and he has no regard for like what the customs are. He's always like, we can show them with magic. <laughs> right. And she's just like, no, let's not. Let's just talk. Like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all they need. They need you to tell them that you stole him uh, for this illegal fighting club, thing, which was a part of uh, Wong's 
training to become Sorcerer yes. Supreme. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just a for f- fun thing. It was something he had to do, which then begs the qu- question of, did Doctor Strange do something like this when he was Sorcerer <laughs> he Supreme? To fight? Yeah. For, right? Um, yeah, and who said he had to do that? Who was ruling over Wong, giving him the criteria for, you must do these things before you're Sorcerer Supreme? Can I go and if on that the was post- internet? In in the in the MCU and look on Wiki how to become the Sorcerer <laughs> su- Supreme and it says go fight in an illegal death match right <laughs> he's like got it I know just the guy but if that's also like post blip where Doctor Strange is is back now I how long did it take him you imagine after like I don't know a couple months. The magic community is like, okay, he's not coming back. We need you a new the number supreme. two. Yeah, right. Why is that like a five-year journey? <laughs> Why is he still post-blip working on the things to really enforce the idea that he is sorcerer supreme? To still like check every box off on the list. I, to be honest, I wonder if it's more per- personal. Like it is, yeah. A, like that's just I, his own code. I, I did not. Well, it, m- more of a. Not sense of shame, but sense of like imposter syndrome, right? That he uh-huh. like, he was not the one that was chosen for this. He's there by circumstance, right? Mm-hmm. Thanos zapped most people out of existence. And so just by default, he's the one that had to step up. And so I'm wondering if he feels like he's inadequate. And hey, now that Doctor Strange is back, why am I still the one here? Do I like... I shouldn't I shouldn't he be the one I, but I so do, do do does he feel like he needs to prove to himself that he is worthy uh of of that t- title uh there's Who knows? still so much to learn about Wong we don't really have a sense of his origins like is he as old as he looks or is he older what did he do before he came to Camartage I think there's a joke in that LinkedIn screenshot that he like worked at Target or something <laughs> um yeah that stuff is 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 interesting to me too but then i like how like the end of his his thing is they're like you you know you just admitted to crimes like like you 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 just like we're gonna have to arrest he's just like uh i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) magic business goodbye yeah (laughs) my favorite part of the episode is when nikki is researching him and she's supposed to reach out to him to get him to uh, help work on Jen's case. And she says, I sent him a thirst trap. It's me and a bunch of books. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. not even a hot picture of her, just regular Nikki and some books. She's like, oh, he loves books. Any books. It doesn't matter. Good stuff. Um, let's see. So, yeah, we uh, Emil Polanski ends up going free. Uh, it seems like the public is not super happy about it that or at, at least there there is some public outcry we don't mm. know i guess at large what people think um but uh on on the way home f- from her uh her case she's walking home and she gets mugged mm-hmm. melissa do, do you know who these people are i have been told <laughs> would you like to tell me again I when I when they came on sc- on screen and started to attack them 
And at first I was just like, like, who are these weirdos? And then I realized one of them is in a hard hat. They're in a construction hat. And I was just like, oh, yes, I know exactly who this is. I am so happy that they are in this. This is the Wrecking Crew. Th- this is Marvel's. You, you, you <laughs> love them, but they are a complete joke and they get beat up every time they sh- show up. Uh, in in no matter who they show up to fight, what bank they're robbing and what hero responds, they just get their asses whooped every Mm. single time and fast, too. It's not like they put up a good fight. They're just they're terrible. They're awful. And it's so funny. And I'm so glad they're in here. I'm so happy. Nice addition. Crew is now uh, MCU canon. (laughs) <laughs> I love when they attack Jen like they've got her from behind and she's scared and then she's like wait a minute and she starts into She-Hulk and just straight wallops them yeah yeah um, and apparently they they have weapons that are as guardian I think that's she, she interesting them, yeah they say yes I don't know if that's super important I don't think it is it, they could just say yes to make themselves sound cool who knows they're glowing. They're like orange and teal and who knows what. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that they are uh, in the MCU. But they were trying to get a sample of She-Hulk's blood or something mm. like that. Uh, it did not work. But as they are trying to make their escape from getting their asses handed to, to them, uh, they mentioned that their boss won't be too happy. Uh, so it sounds like there is someone higher up, and that is kind of the cliffhanger that there is someone out there that is after She-Hulk's blood. Melissa, thoughts yeah. on that? Speculation. What do you think? Uh, I don't know if we've got all the pieces yet. I I don't know exactly what the show's agenda is. Is this a character they're setting up? Is this mm-hmm. a character we've seen before? Is this a character that w- has been alluded to before? Are these guys in the same crew as Walton Goggins from Ant-Man and the Wasp? Right, yeah. I don't know who's back there. God, this just came out this morning. I haven't. I had work to do. I haven't. I had to plan that party. I haven't thought of this yet. <laughs> um. So we have a few options. Yeah, it could be someone we don't know yet. Uh, it could be someone we have met and maybe aren't expecting. Maybe it's Kingpin. Who knows? Um, it, it could be the power broker. Yeah. Right. That'd be an interesting twist on, on the, the, that. Um, cause the, the Hulk's blood is related to the super soldiers. harem, And that's what she was tra- like her, I guess not her research, but the research she was facilitating has been destroyed. So this would be another way to get, kind of get back into mm, it yeah um it could also be someone again we know but weren't expecting like maybe a character from the original hulk movie that was was <laughs> in, in there it could be the later it mm-hmm. could be someone like betsy ross or uh, not betsy oh my god betty betty ross um <laughs> here's here's what i'm wondering if the wrecking crew are inept I, are they going to be working for a character who is 
intelligent and competent. <laughs> like, would Sharon Carter hire that team? Or are they working for somebody who maybe isn't that smart? Are they working for Cousin Chet? And he's like, I want in on this Hulk game like my cousins. That's another thing to think about. Yeah, because like on one hand, the leader would probably be much smarter than that. He's Mm -hmm. hyper intelligent. Betty might not have very many connections if it's that or yeah, if it's (laughs) just takes who uh, she can get. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's someone like the power broker maybe they don't again they might not have connections in the area and it's just like hey who's available that can get out there um i I don't know this might be someone we've never heard of either like i i don't know Um, (laughs) i I listened to the new rock stars uh reaction to this episode and one mm -hmm. of them was like i mean they're trying to steal her blood what if it's dracula Which I think is a very slim chance, but that is fun to think of Blade how many things blood coming can down mean. the road. Yeah. Right? Blade <laughs> is coming down the road. Um yeah, that that god, that that'd be wild. Um if it was. That's uh, almost that's so silly that almost works in the tone of the show. Is that one of the things Jin has to confront is Dracula. <laughs> you know what? Maybe honestly yeah that like i i wouldn't put it past them with how ridiculous they've been so far uh on this uh so last time we talked we were also speculating how daredevil could enter the picture Mm because we know from that original trailer that he shows up at some point do you feel like uh she will be uh taking on kingpin is kingpin still alive his fate was kind of uh out there we don't know we know he's gonna be in echo but we don't know if that's like when that's gonna be taking place in the timeline i think wilson fisk is such a location specific character like he really really cares about hell's kitchen i don't know what business he would have with an L.A. based lawyer. I can see him getting into legal trouble, but I'm not exactly sure how Jen would get over there. I know she's like a very good, very, very good lawyer. She's a superhero lawyer. She's very prolific. People may want to pull her in on things. This is the first superhuman law division. Kingpin has been pestered by this masked vigilante who may or may not have powers they don't really know we know he has the like heightened sense of hearing but he might get in contact with them and fly her out there uh and maybe that's like on some rooftop that's where she meets daredevil uh out in hell's kitchen she she might have to do some traveling so who knows yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't I do. This is only episode three of like nine. I don't have enough pieces yet. Right. Um, but that's why it's fun to speculate and do all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so last but not least, we have to talk about uh, I, I think the the funniest bit in 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 this uh, the whole after credits uh this stuff and the, the, so the, the, I, I, yeah, I i guess it's like the whole b plot into the after credits um, i did like the b plot yeah stuff yeah uh so i don't remember the one guy's name but that guy who's just a complete douchebag 
Dennis, uh, maybe something like that. Um, he's trying to hire GLK and H to uh, get them to take his case against his ex, who was a shape-shifting light elf and uh, was was posing. Um, Oh, God, why am I blanking on her name right now? She's posing as musical artist Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Yeah, God, I I was about to say Nicki Minaj. No, it's not Nicki. Um, Yeah, it was posing as Megan the Stallion, and he believed it. And yeah. <laughs> bought her a car, bought her all this jewelry, all this stuff, all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> her and, like a Volkswagen Passat. Right. Uh, and yeah, and at first she she Hulk is, is just like, <laughs> you you fell for it? You idiot. Uh, and later they find out that that is the defense to go with that. Oh, he's an idiot he's a douchebag he's a misogynist yeah of course he thinks he can pull megan the, the, the stallion that's why he thought like he that's who it, it was there and so they win the case uh which is completely ridiculous and then megan the stallion is there like in <laughs> in the crowd in the audience and she's beautiful like, beautiful pink outfit <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super familiar with her, but she looks very cool in this episode. And it it might be a little this is something I can imagine being corny in another context to have the like celebrity guest star who everybody repeatedly shouts out by name. Right. This is something the MCU has like never really been able to do. Like it's never done this before. And yeah. I'm like, let him do it once. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. And, this <laughs> and I is like the that right this place is... to do yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be different if she showed up in like Falcon and the winter soldier or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the end credits is then Megan is in uh, Jen's uh, like office si- signing all these papers uh, to to have Jen become her new lawyer, to have She-Hulk be her new lawyer. And she's like, man, I hated my last lawyer. And then the boss of the the law firm walks by and sees them dancing to one of her her songs and stuff and just like okay and they're out there twerking and and stuff like that (laughs) just walks away it's so dumb yeah but it it only took us until episode three to get a gratuitous she-hulk twerk but i love that it's a gratuitous work in it's a gratuitous twerk in business slacks. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's some the sexual work dancing in, twerk, in the least right? sexual clothes possible. Putting and I love her screaming, twerk, Megan, yeah. I would die. Like, <laughs> Megan, I would die to protect you or something like that. I, I wonder well, she, if year, years from now that, that joke will come. Mm-hmm. And, and and then afterwards, it's like, Megan, I would kill for you. And she's like, well, all right, okay, hold on. I would kill like, for you. <laughs> I, I hope years from now, after She-Hulk is in some truly massive, like, a, a end game level, like, saving the world situation, she's like, I told my friend Megan that I would kill for her. And here I go into battle. <laughs> Avengers Assemble. <laughs> something like that would be great um yeah i i i had a lot of fun with this Mm. um i i thought this one was great i cannot wait to see where this goes next nothing but good things to say right Mm -hmm. now 
still don't know where this will end up. Like, I, I don't know what the end is going to be. Is, is there a big bad? Is there some, like, final, like, what, what are we working towards exactly? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's still unclear, but I am enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's a fun ride. I think there is a lot to speculate on, but I think the show is also very approachable from the point of view of I just I just think it's funny. I just I just want to check in, see these new characters I'm enjoying, laugh, enjoy like a mild uh legal d- 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 yeah. situation, just like a little light procedural stuff. It's fun. It's a it's a very fun it's a show that goes down easy. and I really appreciate that about it. It's a little bit less involved than other shows have been. So you can come at it from any angle. If you're like, I have a million theories. Or if you're like, oh, I just woke up. Happy Thursday morning. Let me put on right? She-Hulk and drink my coffee and eat my breakfast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps us up for our reactions to episode three of She-Hulk. Uh, so, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWet. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, you guys can do that at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, And we will see you all next week for episode four of She-Hulk. We will see you all then. Bye. Bye. Uh, We still have plenty of time.